Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast, episode number four. You're a what? The problem with alphabet soup acronyms. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. You'll find the show notes for today's episode at bloggingbistro.com. One thing most people don't know about me is that I ghostwrite content, such as articles and blog posts and social media updates, for several clients, and I also manage their blogs and their social media channels throughout the year. I had just finished up a meeting with one of my clients, a retail establishment. I was wandering around the business, getting ideas for blog posts, and I decided to pick the brain of one of the department managers. When this person had a break in the action, I approached them. I stuck out my hand. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm the blogger for this company. Blank stare. You're the what? I tried again. I'm a content writer. Another blank stare. Okay, third try. I write content for this company's blog and social media. Still the blank stare. Obviously, this person had no idea what the words blog, content writer, or social media meant. So I tried a different tack. Can you show me the products you want to move? And their eyes lit up. Now I was speaking their language. I learned an important lesson from that interaction, words that I assume everybody's familiar with, like blogging, social media, and content writing are not familiar to everybody. I decided to explore some writers' websites to see if I could find any acronyms that might be unfamiliar to people who visit those sites, and boy did I find loads of them, particularly on the about and media pages of author websites. Writers love to tag on a string of alphabet soup initials after their name and list the acronyms of organizations that they belong to. So I thought we would have some fun with this today. I'm going to give you a little quiz. I'm going to list some publishing industry-related acronyms. I'll pause after each one to give you and whoever might be in the car with you a chance to see if you can correctly decipher what the acronym stands for. And then I'll share the correct answer with you. Okay, ready? So here we go. I've got about mm, 10 or 12 of these. The first one. Now, what does it stand for? A-B-A. That's A as in alpha, B as in bravo, A as in alpha. Is that the American Bar Association? Or perhaps the American Bankers Association? Maybe the American Beverage Association? Or how about the American Bus Association? Applied Behavioral Analysis? Well, actually, it is all of those. But when it's associated with books, ABA stands for American Booksellers Association. The next one is CBA. That's C as in Charlie, B as in Bravo, A as in Alpha. CBA. Now, this is one that has changed in recent years. It's informally known as the Christian Booksellers Association, but it's actually titled the Association for Christian Retail. So technically, it should be the ACR instead of the CBA, but in the industry, it's informally known as CBA still. All right, here's the next one. 
A-S-J-A. A as in Alpha, S as in Sierra, J as in what? J as in Juliet, and A as in Alpha. A-S-J-A. That one stands for American Society of Journalists and Authors. Next, we have MWSA. M as in Mike, W as in Whiskey, S as in Sierra, and A as in Alpha. MWSA. All right, just think you guessed that one right? That one stands for Military Writers Society of America. Okay, the next one, A-C-F-W, Alpha Charlie Foxtrot Whiskey, A-C-F-W. That one is American Christian Fiction Writers. American Christian Fiction Writers. Okay, here's one a lot of you will probably know. R-W-A. R as in Romeo, W as in Whiskey, and A as in Alpha. The answer? Romance Writers of America. Now, this next one could be a little confusing for a lot of you. A-S-W-A. That's Alpha Sierra Whiskey Alpha. A-S-W-A. Is it the American Society of Women Accountants? Or perhaps the African Speakers and Writers Association? Or the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association? You choose. All right, here's one. This is a, a five-letter acronym. This is, I think, one of our longest ones. N-A-I-W-E, November, A as in Alpha, I as in India, W as in Whiskey, E as in Echo, N-A-I-W-E. The answer National Association of Independent Writers and Editors. Whew, that's a mouthful. All right, here's a fun one. C-W-A. Charlie Whiskey Alpha. That one stands for Cat Writers Association. Cat Writers Association. People that write about cats. <laughs> How fun is that? The next one is E-C-P-A. E as in Echo, C as in Charlie, P as in Papa, and A as in Alpha, E-C-P-A. The correct answer, Evangelical Christian Publishers Association. Here's another one, S-F-W-A. S as in Sierra, F as in Foxtrot, W as in Whiskey, A as in Alpha, S-F-W-A. The correct answer, Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America. All right, here's one that I think a lot of you will guess correctly. 
And this is not just an acronym. It's it's like a acronym on steroids. NaNoWriMo. <laughs> okay, N-A-N as in November. N-A-N-O, again, N as in November. W-R-I-M-O. NaNoWriMo. That's such a fun one. Hopefully you guessed that one correctly. That one stands for National Novel Writing Month. National Novel Writing Month. Then we have P-E-N America. That one is P as in Papa, E as in Echo, N as in November, America, PEN America. So P-E-N is, is all caps. That's the acronym part. And this is definitely a mouthful. The answer, poets, playwrights, editors, essayists, and novelists of America. I'll repeat that just in case you didn't remember <laughs> the first time. Poets, playwrights, editors, essayists, and novelists of America. Pen America. It was like pretty much everybody, right? Here's our last one. S-C-B-W-I. S as in Sierra. C as in Charlie. B as in Bravo. W as in Whiskey. And I as in India. S-C-B-W-I. And the correct answer, Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. How'd you do on the quiz? I failed miserably. <laughs> okay, so in addition to all these acronyms, we also have writing-related awards. There's the Booker and the Hugo and the Pulitzer, which I have been informed should not be pronounced Pulitzer, which is the way I pronounced it my entire life, but Pulitzer, as in pull it, sir. Pulitzer, Pulitzer, Pulitzer. So there's your word nerd moment for today, the correct way to pronounce Pulitzer. There are awards for self-published authors, and most writing associations give out their own awards as well. Even when you've been heavily involved in the writing or the publishing industry for years, you won't be familiar with all the acronyms used. And you can bet that newbies to the industry will have no idea what you're referring to. I've seen this happen time and again at writers' conferences. An instructor will introduce themselves and they'll say something like, I've had 27 CBA books published. One of them won a Christie and another was a finalist for a Carol and I'm a member of ACFW. Well, I've been in the industry long enough that I can translate that gobbledygook, the writers who are attending their first writer's conference are gazing with glazed eyes at the speaker, wondering what language they're speaking. Here's your action step for today. Go through your bio, go through the about page on your website and the media page on your website. If you have one, go through your social media bio, your email signature line, any and all places where you publish biographical information about yourself. Then, as you're doing that, highlight words, phrases, and especially acronyms that people might be unfamiliar with and substitute plain language. For any acronyms that are in your bio, spell out what the acronym stands for the first time you use it and then put the acronym itself in parentheses. So, for example, if you're a member of RWA, write, I'm a member of Romance Writers of America, in parentheses, RWA, end of parentheses. 
I'd love to hear about any words, phrases, and acronyms you discover that you decided to spell out more clearly. So I invite you to join the Professional Writer Podcast Community Facebook group and share your discoveries, both the happy discoveries as well as maybe the unhappy discoveries. Now, a lot of you listeners have told me that you're brand new podcast listeners and that this show is the first one that you have ever listened to. So thank you so much for doing that. I thought that since so many of you are brand new to listening to podcasts, that I would give you a little non-techie tutorial on the different ways that you can listen to my podcast or any podcast. Now, you're familiar with the Associated Press. Journalists write stories for the AP, and then those stories get syndicated and distributed to thousands of newspapers around the world. Podcast episodes work much the same way. Podcast episodes get distributed via an RSS feed. That's R as in Romeo, S as in Sierra, S as in Sierra, RSS. That stands for Really Simple Syndication. Every podcast has its own RSS feed address. So for example, the RSS feed for the Professional Writer podcast is bloggingbistro.com forward slash feed forward slash podcast. Everybody's podcast feed is going to look somewhat similar to that. It'll just have their own website address at the beginning there. So website address forward slash feed forward slash podcast. The podcast then gets distributed to a bunch of different podcast directories. And people who regularly listen to podcasts typically subscribe to their favorite shows via an app that's installed on their phone. If you use an iPhone, you'll probably use iTunes, now known as Apple Podcasts, or Overcast to subscribe to podcasts. If you're an Android user like me, you'll typically use Google Play or Podcast Addict. And then there are apps like Stitcher, which is the one I use, where you can listen via pretty much any device, including an iPhone, an iPad, an Android, a PC, a smart speaker, even in your car. And we can't forget popular digital music and radio station services like Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Each of these services also include podcast streaming. So you can listen to the Professional Writer Podcast from any of those services in addition to iTunes and Stitcher and so forth. So my podcast, my show is available in all of those apps that I just mentioned. If you want to subscribe to my show as well as to other people's podcasts, I highly recommend installing a podcast listening app to your device. And you can also listen to my podcast from the audio player that displays at bloggingbistro.com right at the top of each episode, which is actually, I looked at my stats, that's how most of my listeners have been listening so far. They've been listening directly from my website, from where the episode is housed on my website. If you have spotty internet service, which some of you have reported uh, that you do have, I encourage you to download each episode directly to your phone or your tablet or your computer, and then you won't have to ever experience the problem of having the audio cut out on you because you have a poor signal. And finally, if you would rather read a transcript of the episode or read and listen, I provide a free downloadable transcript of each episode at bloggingbistro.com along with the show notes for the episode. And there you have it, your quick and easy non-techie tutorial on podcast feeds. You can now go out and impress all your friends by asking them, do you know what RSS stands for? It means really simple syndication. And here's how it works. <laughs> Enjoy doing that. Report back to me in the Facebook group of how that went. 
Well, that's a wrap for episode number four. We're keeping things short and fun this week. Thanks again for joining me for the Professional Writer Podcast, and I'll talk with you again next week.